everybody to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean. Danny, the kitten countdown is underway. You have, you have new stranger cat coming home. <laughs> Documenting the journey home. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guess what? I'm, I just met, I just met you. I'm shoving you in a cage. We're on a plane. <laughs> yes. Oh man, that if that doesn't that either like well I guess I was gonna say if it doesn't build up lack of trust issues, but she definitely is cuddling it as much as she can. Yes. Yes. So I saw I saw a I saw a picture on Reddit and somebody had a cat on their plane and it escaped and was just roaming the plane. Yeah. Probably not good. <laughs> yeah, so I'm getting a, a new kitten. Uh, today kitten is like 14 weeks old so not like as you would imagine like a little fluff ball but bigger so full of energy and is playful so we'll see uh how it goes so it's not screaming its head off which is good <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 um it's already too big for the subreddit of um illegally small cats mm -hmm. it's s-m-o-l small <laughs> exactly which if you if you're a fan of uh if you're a fan of kittens i and you like had a bad day or having a bad day just just browse that subreddit and you'll feel a lot even a lot better about yourself yes it's just the serotonin will kick in and it'll trick you into believing that you're happy and having a good day i mean legit like how can you look at like a you know uh kittens that are like four weeks old and just be like full of hate like it just warms your cold, cold heart. Especially like when they're like so little and you know they're going to be big and furry, but they're just little and they have like the little like stuck their little paw in a light socket. So it's just fur just sticking out everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's 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 the only major downfall about where I live. The mm. um, no pets allowed rule. Yeah. Even though I guess we could lie like some of our neighbors and say it's a service animal. <laughs> Anything could be a service animal. Especially in you know, California. Like, yes. Well, also my apartment complex has a rule of like only two adults living in a building. And so and then they even have like a limit on how many kids depending on the size of the apartment. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I can just, if, if we needed to have like a friend live with us for a while, it's like, this is my emotional support friend. <laughs> My emotional support. I get a vest that says, get a vest that says service friend, do not touch. Oh my God, that would be <laughs> hilarious. We should do that next time we hang out. We'll have to, we'll have to get it made. Uh, I, I, did, I did tell my wife, though, I had a I had an idea. coming. I was driving down the street and I saw some random dude walking without a shirt on. And I'm like, nobody wants to see that. And then I'm like, you know what I think I'm going to start doing? What? I'm gonna start cat calling dudes walking down the street without a shirt on. <laughs> Be like, hey, big daddy, take those pants off too. <laughs> <laughs> you taking the keg to the party? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're having more than a six pack there, buddy. Can I share? Can I get some of that? <laughs> oh man, just just make it awkward because that's fun. 
It's, uh, it's only awkward if you make it awkward, and I yes. like to make it awkward. Yeah. I love putting my face against a Chia pet. <laughs> oh, Does that trail really lead to happiness? Let me find out. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> You know, one of the because I always argue it's like, well, if men can walk around with shirts on, why can't women? And it's like, you know what? I'm okay making the law where nobody can walk around without a shirt off. Like, because I've never, I've never really heard a woman see a dude after seeing a dude walking down the street, like in any way saying anything positive about it. Fair. Like, oh man, I'm so glad that dude's walk that dude, you know, with his dirty ass pants hanging around his ankles, <laughs> is walking around with the shirt, so I can definitely see all of his ass. Hmm. Mm, good. Mm, good. <laughs> yes, dudes are gross, man. I was at a restaurant, and Jody. Luckily, Jody didn't see it because we were at a booth, and she was. It happened behind her, but this guy went to sit down in his seat at the booth, and his pants were like at such an angle that it would have like prevented his like him from sitting down. Yeah. So instead of pulling his pants up. He pulled them down more below his ass. <laughs> so, so all of his boxes were touching the seat. Nice. <laughs> what a savage. Uh, what a savage. Do, as as the wrapper the from Maine's Pose has a song about dudes, man. We call, we're causing all the problems. Fucking dudes. That is true. Oh man, so since you're not in a position to answer the question conveniently right now, I'll answer the question. What am I drinking, Danny? What are you drinking? I'm trying to hydrate. <laughs> it's summertime. I know. I I could have been I I was gonna ask you, but then you could also I just awkward about that awkward silence. Water. Drinking H two O out of my beautiful Yeti cup that my Faja gave to me. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. So choose Yeti, for, not the knockoff brand. Fuck them. Yes. You don't want the um <laughs> whatever the knockoff brand is. I couldn't think of um another nickname for like Bigfoot. The Yeti <laughs> Ice Cooler. The, <laughs> instead of the instead of the the Squatch. You don't want the Squatch Cooler. Yeah. Just get the Yeti Cooler. Ice chest. It'll keep that dead body uh, preserved for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh, man. So I am drinking from Bottle Logic Brewing Somniphobia. It is a double mash coffee stout. So it is a double mash imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels for two years, then finished with Panama Geisha coffee. And they have a cool logo. It's like a skeleton-y hand escaping from a coffin on it, mm-hmm. which the cool thing is like if you order the beers like when they're like first kind of out, or at least when they still have the stick, they have stickers that have the logo on there. So if you go there and they'll put your beers in a little bottle logic paper bag and they'll throw that and they'll throw a couple stickers in there of the logo mm. that you can promptly put away because you haven't you need at least a, a year or two to decide where a good place to put your sticker is. I'm not you know, I'm not one of those monsters that just buys a sticker and immediately puts it somewhere. You need to plan that shit out, man. <laughs> oh man, you can just dude so I wonder how the double mash works. Like the process and the idea. Like what does it do? Maybe they boil they boil the mash twice. Maybe. Is hmm. it like like mashed potatoes? They just 
they mashed them and then baked them and then mashed them again. Twice mashed, or no, that's twice baked. You bake them, then you mash them, then you bake them again. So, this, they're very uh, um, specific about the food pairings, because unlike Solaris that does music pairings, Bottle Logic does the food pairings for you. So, you specifically need to get Vermont Creamery Bijou, a tenderloin, but it has to have a blackberry sauce, and snickerdoodles. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Fancy. Snickerdoodles. But man, like I said, you can just smell like the coffee and the, and the bourbon kind of just linger together on the smell. Oh, and this is a collaboration. The coffee they got was from Mostra Coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This, it's 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 kind of sweet, but not overly. Like, the bourbon and the coffee kind of cut down on that sweetness. So it doesn't go full pastry. But it's held up. This was from last year, so it's almost a year old. I'm not sure exactly when it came out. I'm guessing it was their October halloween release. If it's the theme. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. If you can get it, it still holds up, man. Bottle Logic is one of the few breweries where, like, if they tell you that this is the flavors of their stout, that's what's in it. Like, they may not always hit the mark on all of their IPAs. That's, you know, people who are like, oh, man, Bottle Logic sucks now. And part one of part of them is because they can't sell their fundamental observations for, like, $300 a bottle anymore because they make more of them. Yeah. Back and like back in the day when they would sell out in like two minutes, and then people would <laughs> sell them to, to like you back east for like three hundred dollars a bottle. And now, now they're Sounds only getting like fifty dollars. Now they're only getting like fifty dollars a bottle from people back east. They've sold out those bastards. Yes, that and like they're saying like, oh man, their IPAs suck, and it's like, well, I don't drink IPAs, so I don't care. <laughs> I just like for their pastry stouts and their sours and their Japanese rice lager, that's amazing. The Hanamichi. Yeah, Hanamachi. <laughs> but yeah, man. I still have to go. So I'll, I still have to go to Everywhere Beer Company because I think I talked about it last week. I signed up for their membership club, mm-hmm. sight unseen of any of their beers. And so one of my perks is I get two flights a month free. Ooh, nice. And it's the cool part about them is they're like, hey, if you're not going to drink both your flights, it's cool to share them with somebody. Like, it's cool to share with somebody. Bring some, bring a friend. Mm-hmm. And share, give your flight to them. Give your other flight to them. And it's like, they're like, yeah, that's that's kind of good marketing. Like, because <laughs> if I bring a friend, it's like, hey, let's go check out this new brewery, and I give them a flight for free, and they're like, man, this beer is good. I'm gonna have to keep coming back. Nice. So my plan is to head out there next Saturday with a friend. With a friend. <laughs> Hopefully, I, does anybody want to be my friend? I was gonna say like. I like how you you push all that and it's just like, are you bringing a friend? Nah. Oh. Mm. I'm just saying for I'm saying for people with friends. Big oof. Big <laughs> oof. <laughs> I might I might just put it on our uh, Instagram and be like, hey, I'll be here if you want a free flight. Here. You have to come somebody, talk to first me. Person, first person to come and says hi to me and be be nice to me, we'll get a free flight. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you don't even have to stay, hang out with me and talk to me. You can just come get the flight and go back with the people you really want to be there with. Yes, exactly. 
Mm. <laughs> just, just so other than water. your head, right? Exactly. I'll pat my belly if you rub my head. <laughs> oh, so, so what are you drinking, Sean? Um, so my girlfriend ordered this off Tavor and picked me up a bottle because I am always a fan of this, Danny. As you'll know, the Firestone Walker Brewing Company, they're, um, they're sour, their barrel work series. Been yes. a been a fan for a while, so, um, so it looks like they uh, bottled some more. Um, this one was bottled in uh, batch number one, bottled in November of uh, twenty twenty one. So this is the Freaky Bones. It's an American wild ale, fermented with cherries. And um, if anybody who's listening to the show knows, I love my sours with cherries. I don't know what it is. I love the tartiness, but it's great. So you got it. You got a creaky habit. Yes. So it's got the beautiful, you know, um, bottle on there. You know. So it's matured for 24 to 36 months. Got all the fun sours, um, in or the uh, the all the fun uh, what's it called? Um, not the yeast, but the uh, bacteria. Yeah, all, all those funs. So this one comes in at 3.6 percent ABV. So oh, um, I didn't I didn't even look at mine. Oh, 13 even. <laughs> Danny chose Danny chose to get drunk today. <laughs> I need to be I need to be tired enough to go to bed at, to wake up at ten o'clock tonight. Ah, <laughs> uh, it so it's got the uh, it's got your dark red tint that you would expect with cherry. You can just smell the um. The sourness and you could get some of that tart cherry smell i'm like it's like setting up to be like a grand slam like everything is just set up beautifully so if i was smart i would have been taking sips already to get through the uh <laughs> the, the initial uh the initial um sour taste uh, of it. It's just what you expect, man. It's got, it's got beautiful funk. It's just got that, it's like got that tart cherry flavor in there. It's just like, like you can't, you can't, make it better man it's just like it's what you expect from these guys like it's it's super good and so if you're out if you're out in california i don't know if they how far they distribute this one because i haven't seen it over here so definitely check out their barrel work stuff all their stuff is seems to be always good like i have not i don't think i've had really like any i don't think i've had a bad beer from their barrel work section so right and like one of my favorite stories about them and their beers is for their anniversary series mm -hmm. is they'll they usually get a bunch of um 
winemakers together and then split them off into teams. And this, I heard for this year, they added one beer per person. I don't know if they've always had this where it was like, it'd be like four people on a team and three of them are like wine people and one's a beer person. Mm -hmm. But it, or, but I think it's all mostly wine people. Cause I was hearing the story, like one guy does a podcast that I listen to. He's a beer guy mm -hmm. and he got invited to go. And so um, it seems like from what he was saying, it's all wine people, but basically what they do is they'll like taste different, um, all the like different beers that they've made for the barrel aged stuff, mm -hmm. not the sours, but like they're like Wookie Jack and Parabola and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they'll, um, they'll taste it and then they'll kind of blend, make a blend. Cause that's why they invite the wine winers, the vinters. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the name for people that make wine is vinters. Yeah. And so they, they know how to do the blending. And so mm -hmm. he said that his, his team ended up winning. Um, and what happens when they, and because, you know, he was able to like say like, well, this is what people who drink beer look for because they're like coming straight from, well, wine people want this. And he's like, yeah, but beer people want this. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is um, they'll blind taste test like everyone's blend and whoever wins that blend, that's what they bottle for the anniversary beer. Oh, wow. That's pretty fun. So that'd be, that's a pretty cool, like, like way to get other people involved and just to, like, so it's like, you're not the sole, sole one picking it as the brewer because you're kind of uh partial to things. Yeah. And so like, and if you buy their anniversary uh, bottle, it comes in a box and stuff and it'll tell you like it has, what percentage of every beer that it has in it. Hmm. So it'll be like 20% Parabola, 20, you know, 4% Wookie Jack, you know. Oh, wow. So they just, oh. they just blend just their barrel they stuck together then. Yes. Got you. Wow. That's pretty and intense. That, that, and that becomes their anniversary beer. So I forgot to, I was going to tell you, man. So this weekend, this um, was the, um, I guess the peak viewing time for the meteor shower that comes around every August, the Presidious mm -hmm. meteor shower. Yeah. And, and cause when I was younger, my family used to go camping and watch it. And so we went to try to go up someplace dark and mountainy to go watch it. And so we decided to go up towards uh, like, um, Apple Valley. Mm -hmm. And we stopped at this place on the way up cause through another podcast that I listened to called the beer dad and brood podcast. Mm -hmm. There in Beaumont, there's a uh, little bottle shop tap room called the um, the Beer Lounge. Wait, so you, you go in there and went, they have you went to Beaumont to get the well, basically what? like like when, when from there it's like a little bit further down the freeway. Yeah. Then we had to go, but the cool thing was was from there basically we just went straight up the street that that was on and it led us to Apple Valley, the okay. backside. We okay. went the back way in Apple Valley basically. Okay, I was gonna say because that shit's like way fucking up north. <laughs> so, but I could, I could see what you mean. It, it, there's probably another way like, around. Like they there. had us, like the original directions. Like if we would stayed on the freeway, would had us take the sixty and then go back up and go this way. But we just went this way and then up. Yeah, like, true. Right. But and I'd been wanting to check this place out, do the podcast and stuff. Um, they have like the guy that owns it on the show quite a bit, and he seems like a cool guy. And so we went by there, and it just happened that the night we went, they were doing a uh, smog city. Thing. Mm -hmm. So they had like some people there from Smog City, and they had uh, three Smog City beers on tap. They had their uh, um, little bow pills, mm -hmm. their Smogtoberfest, and a peach uh, saison. Yeah. And so go in there, and it's a little bit smaller than I thought it was going to be, but it's um, but they have like fourteen taps, 
they had some stuff bottle in bottles like barrel aged type stuff that was on a sh- on a couple shelves, and then they had like three coolers of canned beers to buy. So I was looking through, and I'm like, either everything there they had, or I kind of wasn't interested in because it, it was a lot of IPAs. Yeah, and you know, again for for a, for a thing that has hoppy head in the name, we're not IPA people anymore. <laughs> but all beers have hops, so we're still good. We're still yes. good. So you know they had a DJ playing and stuff, and it's for where it is located compared to me and what mm-hmm. I have to drive by. I wouldn't recommend. I'm not gonna like drive out there just to go out there unless they have an event. And it was one thing, and they had like the inside seating, and then like they had outside seating where they had like cornhole and. They had food off, food trucks that had like food offerings there. Mm. Um, but like if you're out in that area, Hemet, Beaumont, whatever, it seems like a cool little place to stop and hang out. Okay. It just sucks that it's like, you know, if I'm gonna drive that far, I'd almost rather like honestly go to like Solaris or like Anaheim for like Radiant or everywhere. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, That's I mean, serious. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying it's disappointing. I'm just saying it's it's not local at all to me. Uh, no, that makes sense. But I if mean, I ever, but if, if, if Joe, yes, but, you know, if we do decide, like, in the fall to go up, check out, you know, um, the apple picking season when all that's in effect and they got everything going on up there, then I'll probably, I'll definitely either take the same route up there and get some pregame beers or if we, on the way home, stop by there and get some road beers before i leave there because <laughs> they did have a decent tap selection so but yeah the beer lounge in uh beaumont the beer lounge lounge it up so, but, I, but then on but then saturday my wife and i went to a barbecue festival yes you only and made it, one picture that i could that i saw i did too no I posted a second one on Instagram. On Instagram and the uh, Discord. Mm. Pretty sure. Maybe I didn't post a second one on our Discord. I know I posted I don't it in another it. Discord. Yeah, you definitely not on ours. I went back and looked. Okay. You big oh, I... fucking rude. <laughs> yes. So the 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 it, there's a barbecue place in uh, San Juan Capistrano. Basically, from I haven't been to their like restaurant location, but from what people are telling me, that it's like right by the mission there so you can as you're eating their barbecue you can see the mission and uh um thanks for the the the, the call out i appreciate that <laughs> on the discord. you can join us at discord at hoppy head productions i have to put an invite link somewhere so people can get to it maybe <laughs> maybe i'll take out the itunes link uh in our pot in, in the instagram because and put that up but uh anyways they did it last year and for their first anniversary and this was their second anniversary and they just basically threw a big party invited all their friends to bring their barbecue because mm-hmm. jody was like it was pretty it's pretty cool that they're inviting all these people and i'm like i bet it's a thing of they just want to hang out with their barbecue friends and need an excuse for it yeah <laughs> and so um i was talking to somebody that had like we ended up sitting at a table because we got the vip tickets which oh. you know they were expensive but worth it because there was not a lot of seating and once the the normies got in it and we had like an hour of free reign of just vips oh of, nice um to hit up the, the barbecue and stuff and um they gave us 
for each VIP, they, we got two free drink tickets, which either could be a beer or a cocktail. And they had some pretty good cocktails. They had like a um, tequila um, with the Topa Chica, basically like a Topa Chica margarita. Um, they sounds, had like a Jack, Jack and Coke or Jack and Ginger, which is pretty good. That's what we got. We got those and the, uh, I, had, I tried the, tech, it was called Texas Water or something. Um, they had some pretty good beers. Most of them, they had like five beers, four beers. Most of them were IPAs except for one Pilsner from Rad Beer Company called King Minutia. That was quite tasty. Perfect for the day. <laughs> um, but man, like, as much as I wanted to go back and eat, like, the pe- there were people around us that had, like, all sorts of, like, because you'd get them in little, like, cardboard mm-hmm you know, things. And some people had like trays were carrying around trays. So they can go and get a bunch of them, put them on the, their tray and then go back to their table. Um, and like, but then I saw like, people were just like taking like a bite and throwing it away. And I'm like, Oh man, like, I don't know if I, I, I don't, I didn't, I couldn't do that. That's rude. Like to taste, to taste it. Cause they wanted to be able to taste everybody. Cause it was like 50 barbecue over 50 barbecue places there. That's just a waste of food then. And even like sharing, like we'd get one from every place and sharing it with my wife, dude, there was only so much we can eat. Like we were fucking starting to get the meat sweats. <laughs> uh, but, ta- but we ended up sitting at a table in the VIP area with another couple mm-hmm. and um, they, uh, they had gone to the years before and they said that like, um, they definitely worked out the kinks this year. Cause the year before it was a smaller place. So it was mm-hmm. packed. And basically, in the first like hour or two, everybody was out of food. Damn. <laughs> and this, like the one yet, I don't know how long it was supposed to go the first year, but last yesterday it was one to five for the regular people, and then noon to five for VIPs. Damn. And they had bands playing and stuff. But then, like, could you imagine you just you show up like at two o'clock? You're like, yeah, I got three hours to fucking grub. No, we ain't got shit for you, man. You could you could right. buy a beer. That's what you get. I hope they refunded some people. Right? If, I'd be, I would be so pissed. If you showed up, like, at one and, like, some... And even, even like, you show up at, like, one... Like, an hour into it and, like, half the places are out of food already. Oh, yeah. That would be such a fucking rip. Because it, it, it's not like, you know, it's a it's a hamburger and hot dog cooking competition where you can just throw some patties on the grill and, like, 20 minutes in later you got, like, yeah. a fucking round of burgers, you know? Yeah, I went to this barbecue thing, and I had to, and they had no food. I had to eat like you know, convention hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the worst insult. Be like I went to a barbecue right. festival, they didn't even have any. They had no barbecue. But, uh, I had to go eat. <laughs> it seemed like food. like every pla- a lot of places were doing a lot of like um, sausages, which is super easy to cook. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a huge, I've never been a huge fan of like sausage, especially like hot links or spicy sausages. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, a lot of places, which is more like, I guess a perceived value thing. Cause it seems fancy is a uh, pork belly. Mm. But like the most surprising thing that I really enjoyed, it was probably like near the top of the list, but I thought I would, I'm, I did not know if I'd like it, but I was like, so we're standing in line for this one place that was like supposed to be like the best place there mm-hmm. that wasn't Heritage. Yeah. And they had a line already. Even for the VIPs, they already had a line. And so the place next to him was smart and sent one of their workers out and like walking up the line and saying, here, try our barbecue while you're waiting in line. Nice. And so 
They give had me like your two ticket. Different... Here's my barbecue. Give me your ticket. You could eat in line. <laughs> Actually, no. It was all included. The only thing you needed a ticket for or money for was drinks. Oh, okay. Got you. So, um... They're like, here's the sample. But... And you're like, hmm, this is good. I better go check out that booth and see what else they got. So, she had both things they had were sausages. Okay. One was like... I, I, we didn't get the one. I can remember what it was. But then this other thing, it was a chocolate pecan pie sausage. Interesting, interesting. So it was like a normal sausage barbecued up and stuff. And I don't know what was inside of it for sure, like what they mixed in when they made the sausage. Mm -hmm. But then on the, they had a little bit of chocolate drizzle on it. Mm -hmm. And then like some pecans. And then they served it with like whipped cream that had like a espresso powder. Interesting. Um, it was so fucking amazing. <laughs> and like the thing that sold me on it, like I was like, that sounds interesting. She's like, it's Willie Nelson's favorite thing at our restaurant. Uh, you're like, and I'm like, all right. Shh, shh, I'm like, if it's good enough for Willie, it's good enough for me. <laughs> wow. Damn. Exactly. Name dropping. Like, Holy shit. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like a thing of like, again, it's not costing me a ticket. It's not costing me any extra money. You know? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, it was so good. But in some places, you know, they just kind of gave you like their thing with a little sauce. In some places, like they put it like either like in a tortilla or had like a, some kind of a crispy bread thing with it or whatever some places did like a like an apple slaw which that's like uh jody's favorite things was like this place that did like a pork belly and they had like an apple slaw mm -hmm. green apple slaw oh nice um i just uh, like we were there like what, it took us a while to find the place because mm -hmm. it was kind of like weirdly located and we walked around further than we had to, to get there and we realized that we were mm -hmm. we parked closer than we really did or like, oh, walking home, walking back to the car is going to be so easy. Yes. <laughs> and it was nice because it was like right across the road from the from Dana Point, the, mm -hmm. the beach. So nice. It was like supposed to be like 30 degrees cooler out there than it was in Riverside. Oh, that makes it a lot. That made it probably easy to combat the meat sweats. <laughs> yes, it did. And then they had people, they had vendors. So I bought a new uh, like straw hat. And like a shirt from the barbecue place, they're like twenty bucks a piece. And then they had somebody there, of course, selling rubs and uh, sauces. Yeah, you gotta have that going. And so, right. So they had. I was looking at them, and they had some rub flavors I'd never seen before. They had a umami mm. rub. They had a cherry flavored rub, and then they had a peach and honey. And so hmm. this guy was talking to us about how, like, you know, they use actual, like, fruit stuff in the making of it. Because they went and they've tried a, they tried a bunch of other people's stuff. And um, it tasted like, like candy or medicinal. <laughs> and I'm, like, thinking in my head, I'm like, all right. Jody's, like, buying into it. And in my head, I'm, I'm like, all right, that's cool, man. But I'm also thinking, dude, we already bought it, man. You've got to hard sell us after the sale. <laughs> walking out and he's like, have you, did you have any, did you? Have you seen our, did you see our stuff? Did you see our stuff? And I'm like, I already bought some. It's like, did you get all seven of our new flavors? And I'm like, uh, no, man, I just got the, the three that looked the coolest. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're big containers. They're probably like mm -hmm. this big. Yeah. I don't know. Bigger than normal. Like, and they only wanted like 13 bucks a piece. So it wasn't, I was like, damn, that's about how much they sell at store, you know, the grocery store for like a, when it's like a quarter of the size sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but i'm like yeah i'm not gonna buy all seven man sorry about that yeah. bro <laughs> yeah i made a uh, yeah a um bourbon molasses barbecue a few weeks ago i gotta redo it i there's some 
it's my second barbecue sauce and it 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 didn't land where I needed it to so I gotta I gotta do it so I had found like a base recipe that I use and then from there like I'm just taking it and like adding and subtracting different things to it to kind of give it like it's a uh, it's taste but like the it's the base is actually it's pretty damn good i was really happy with it so i'm uh well yeah that's that's I, what you want if you can get the if you can get the base good adding the flavors like you said is just a matter of trial and error until you get it dialed in mm-hmm. so so was anybody brave enough to do any vegetable based stuff i actually did not see any uh and like, and, and, and like afterwards, um, like looking at the social media posts and stuff, there was one there that I kind of wanted to try just because like some of them in the little tray, they gave you like their sticker. Mm-hmm. So you knew where you got it from. And there was one that looked, that had like a cool looking sticker and I'm like, oh, I want to go check them out. And I just forgot about it to, until I got, and then I got home, I was looking through the posts of everyone that like the, the host, they kind of shared everyone, like a lot of their stuff in the stories mm-hmm. and, um, they uh, they had done a smoked a bacon wrapped smoked chicken, served on um a corn nuts grits. Mm, nice. And I'm like, oh, I wish I would have found. I wish I would have gone and gotten that. That sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I wasn't sure how you know it's like I wasn't sure how Jody would feel about it and stuff. But as we're leaving, she's like, we're gonna do that again next year, right? <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, we are. The meat and, sweats and then return. One, yes, and one of the barbecue places out of Texas called Stacked. Yeah, I guess they also have a cookie business where you can order the cookies on the inter, either on the interwebs, and if I guess if you live local in Houston, you can go pick them up. But they're like, we're not just gonna put our if you order from us, we'll tell you where we live, where the, where to pick them up, but we're just not gonna put that address on the internet randomly because it's also our house. <laughs> um, I don't know, but you can like order them. I guess the, the, the cookies go on sale every Sunday at noon. I'm not sure if it's noon Texas time or what, which means they're already on sale. But I looked, and it doesn't look like they're anything on sale right now because they're all in uh, California. <laughs> but then they start baking the cookies, and then, like, they ship them out, like, on Thursdays. But, like, some places had, like, desserts. Like, the, the host, they had a banana pudding. Somebody else made, like, an apple fritter type thing. And they made they just had their basic chocolate chip, and then they had a funfetti mm-hmm. base with white chocolate chips in it. Ooh, nice, dude! I told him that was the best dessert there. <laughs> and they're like, "Don't let don't let Danny the he's the um, owner of Heritage Barbecue." They're like, "Don't let them." Well, they're like even better than their uh, banana pudding, and I'm like, "Yes, their banana pudding was good, but this this next level for a cookie." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Don't let him here." But yeah, so they're they're. Uh, <laughs> They're like, yeah, don't let him hear. And I'm like, I don't care. I'll say it to his face. <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> and so I did post on the on the story for the Instagram that they and I did mention Heritage also. I mentioned them and Heritage Barbecue in the in the in yeah. the story that these were, those were the best desserts at the uh... yeah. <laughs> but it's a stacked stacked cookies Houston HTX for Houston, you know Houston yeah. Texas. Yeah. And they seem pretty reasonably priced. They're like th- like three bucks a cookie. Mm-hmm. Which, way better than fucking crumbles. <laughs> I mean, have you been to crumbles? No. 
Like their cookies are good, but you buy like two of them and it's like 10 bucks. That's a lot for a cookie. It is. Oh man. So I'm surprised I hadn't talked about this. And I think part of it was because I was holding it for a day when we didn't really have too much to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so there's this YouTube channel called 3D Bot Maker. And it's like the most simple video, like videos, <laughs> but they're really like entertaining, more entertaining than they should be. And basically he built like a track out like for Hot Wheels and he does Hot Wheel races. And so it's him and like another guy and they're like, you know, co-host and host and they have they're pretty good dialogue and stuff just between them. But then they do heat races. So it's like they'll do like four races and you get so many points per position and how and they'll move the cars around on the tra- on the track for each race. So they're not always starting in the same spot. Um, and they have different themed ones like they had a Mustang themed one, all BMW. Um, and then they take like the winners from all their different tournaments throughout the year. And then they have the tournament of champions. Mm hmm. Um, and like the, like the color commentator guy, he has like a, an immense hatred for Mustangs. And so when they did the Mustang <laughs> one, it was pretty funny just hearing him talk shit about Mustangs the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and about how like, they're just not going to have any, like how many DNFs are like, and crashes they're going to have. And then they, when they did the BMW one next, like the first couple races, there was a bunch of, um, car crashes and not d- cars that didn't finish and so people were like in the comments and stuff were like so does bmw stand for for a uh, bavarian mustang works <laughs> oh but man. man so i know like during that's the a, pandemic that's a good, that's a good like, sling that's a good sling you're talking all that shit is, and then boom <laughs> Uh, and then they come up with like clever names for all the car, all the drivers of the cars. Mm-hmm. So like they'll do like intros, like starting, you know, and we got these cars driven by this guy. So there was one, <laughs> it was like a convertible, and it was like a dude and his dog in the car, and like the dude was like, like not, he was like looking at the dog, and like the commentator, the color guy was like, he's a he's a danger on the track. He's not even looking where he's driving. <laughs> 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 like during the pandemic people was watching those stupid ass uh marble race videos yeah but this is way better which and then you know i got my uh xbox still haven't got a playstation yet and apparently mm-hmm. there's some sort of lawsuit or something in brazil mm-hmm. and like through court documents they had to like actually uh provide sales figures mm-hmm. and it looks like uh, PlayStation Five is like outselling the Xbox two to one, which I'm like at least in the US. I mean, it kind of makes sense because PlayStation's always been a better seller worldwide. But I don't until like semi recently, like when I bought mine, I don't ever remember walking into like anywhere Target or Best Buy looking for one, and mm-hmm. seeing like a bunch of them just sitting on the shelf. Like at the most, there might be one or two of the the not the the digital only ones. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, like, you know, it wasn't like there was like 20 of them sitting there and waiting to be sold and everyone's still asking for PlayStations. Yeah, I, I mean, I would imagine. I I don't know if Microsoft is just making more Xboxes or if, to your point, is it just like people aren't buying it? So it's more available. And I get it, like one or two in a store isn't necessarily like they're stacked up everywhere ready to go (laughs) but 
Um, right. But you never, I mean, I, I still know people that cannot get a PlayStation 5 that have, are still actively trying to buy one, including yourself. So I, I signed up through uh, both Amazon and Sony, where it's like, hey, let me know when you uh, get PlayStations in stock. And so I got my email from PlayStation. Hey, we got them in stock. And so I went to buy one. And by the time I went to buy one, which, you know, I went right. I had issues with it. So by the time, like, I like mm-hmm. I clicked the link and it took me, didn't take me to the site to, where I needed to go to buy it. And then yeah. I would check out and it's like, well, you know, you needed to click the invitation. I'm like, I fucking did. So I did that twice. And finally, it, like, took me to where I had to go. And by then, it was pretty much, it was sold out except. And so I was like, oh, well, I guess I missed my, like, 10-minute window to buy a PlayStation. Yeah. Fair but enough. you know, even even going back to like the 360, um, it's that's not a international console. Yeah, it's like the difference between like uh, like the Euro League, like AC Milan and uh, Man United and stuff, compared that to like Major League Soccer, where like everybody in the world, including the U.S., watches you know Manchester United and Man City, mm-hmm. but not very many people like in Europe. And Africa and China watch the LA Galaxy. <laughs> you don't say. Right? <laughs> but um, I've been I've been playing uh, Forza Horizon 5, mm-hmm. which was one of the few reasons why I definitely would want to get an Xbox. For like, because I just like fun driving games. And, you know, everyone talks shit about how like EA releases like their sports games. And it's basically the same thing, just reskinned. At least I'll give Forza the credit. They they don't release them every year. They release them every other year. <laughs> and they and like for the for the Horizon thing, it's pretty cool. It's that like it's supposed to be like a big rally of racing, and they mm-hmm. go they've gone to different places. So I don't know where I can't remember where they've all been. I know they've been to Europe. I know they've been to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And this one takes place in Mexico. Okay. So you're kind of just driving around. Um, there's you know. I bought it after it's been out for a while and there's been a bunch of different updates and expansions and stuff. So it's a little overwhelming because it seems like by the time I'm finishing up one thing, like you have to accrue so many experience points to unlock the next story mode. Yeah. And I'm like just barely finishing like the previous story mode or haven't finished them. And it's like, Oh, you just unlocked a new story. And I'm like, but I have, I'm have two open right now. Like I can't do this. Stop it. I'm like, yeah. And then all the other races. So, but the story mode's pretty cool. Um, like one of them is um, you're racing again. Like you're kind of basically a, a driver uh, luchador. So you have like the luchador. You like after you, when you do the first one, you get the luchador costume, so you can wear that as your as your character. <laughs> but when you go into the story, you're the luchador guy. And then another one, um, there's a woman who whose like father and grandfather were big into racing and stuff. And um, you find the car that her like grandpa raced that her like passed down to her dad. It's like an old bug and stuff. And her, they like between her dad and grandpa, they like super like modified it. Mm-hmm. And so now you're just like, it'd been sitting in a garage forever. And so you're helping her uh, like restore it to its former glory. And mm-hmm. so she's like at doing stuff. And then you do some, you do an event and she's like, Oh yeah. Oh wait, I know I, I need to work on this now. And then she'll go and up, either upgrade the parts or do something. So that's kind of a cool story. Mm-hmm. Um, the driving's just fun. It's, you know, it's a little it's it's not a sim in any way. It's pretty arcadish, but you know you got some you got anywhere from drag racing to like 
circuit like on a racetrack racing then you got street racing where you're mm-hmm. driving around with just random traffic and then you have like off-road racing okay. all in one game nice like it's it's probably my favorite racing game of any of them just because like i said the different variety of racing like uh the regular forza is more like it tries to be a sim but it's a little errors on the more side of uh, arcadey mm-hmm. but you're really only you're only really doing um a lot of circuit racing on that Versus Horizon, where it's a lot of freeform stuff. That's cool. At least you got a lot, at least different things to do. Right, and which you can like if you get. Good. I was just gonna ask, what race type do you like the best? I kind of like the like the the cross the cross country where it's a little bit like you're driving through like go um the hills and stuff, and then you kind of mix in and you jump on a road for a little bit, and then you Mm -hmm. drive off back again into like dirt or mountains again. Okay. You know, the sprints, those are kind of fun. Um, so Disney recently had a meeting basically for their shareholders. Mm-hmm. And as part of the, you know, as, as part of the meeting, they announced that they too are going to follow the Netflix trend of doing a lower level tier mm-hmm. that has advertising <laughs> for Disney plus. So they, but, and at least Disney announced the price. So, for seven ninety nine a month, you can get Disney Plus with advertising. Yes. But also because they're adding the seven ninety nine tier with advertising, they're going to go ahead just like everybody else and uh, raise the prices for the non advertising tier. Well, of course, you yes. have to. <laughs> oh man, and pretty much you know just just true to form, everybody in red is like. Man, I thought I I thought my I thought my put my eye patch in, you know, skull flag away forever. Time to bust it out. Yo <laughs> yo yo ho, you know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Terrible. And then they announced that they got the the rights to the final season of the anime Bleach. Which again, anime nerds freaking out because Disney has basically proven that they will censor out like gore and blood from stuff, mm-hmm. which I haven't watched the Deadpool movie because they put Deadpool on and semi recently they did make a thing where you can you had to like you can you can choose to either have or block restricted content. Mm-hmm. You're like, I want to watch non I want to watch adult stuff or I want to watch just keep it for the kids. Keep it clean, you know? Yeah. And so Deadpool and like Logan which was also added, was added to that tier. So I'm wondering if Bleach would be added because I haven't wa- watched any Bleach, but from what they were saying, that it's like the violence is very much there, like the, the gore of the weapons and stuff. Hmm. Um, and so people, again, were like, fuck, I don't have Disney Plus. I just want to watch anime. Why do I have to get fucking Disney Plus to watch one season of an anime? Because money. That's why. Right. Because... Because I want to pirate now again. Just making it easier, making people, bringing back the torrent sites that people thought they had left forever. <laughs> right. But amidst all this, it's been kind of been going on for a couple months, but it seems like more stuff's been happening in the case recently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a, it was originally just a regular lawsuit, but it's been transformed into a class action lawsuit against Disney. Mm-hmm. 
for their Dream Pass. The like the mo- like their new the, the dream the dream pass is the most expensive of their new annual pass the pass keys or whatever the key passes or whatever gotcha, they're called. Gotcha. So the the dream one is the most expensive at fourteen hundred dollars a year. <laughs> Which my wife has. I mean, if you're going you know, like every other week, I mean, it pays for itself very quickly. <laughs> yes, like she's she's not going yet, but she's going to go like we're going to go get lunch and then she's going to go hang out tonight, watch the fireworks. Nice. But, while um, your grumpy ass is asleep in bed because you got to get up at 10 o'clock at night to work that first shift job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to, pay, to pay for her uh, pass. <laughs> um. And right now they kind of are put they put a hold on like you can't like they stopped it where like you couldn't buy it. And for a while ago when like kind of when the lawsuit was coming out they stopped where people couldn't buy any more passes mm-hmm. and nobody really knows what's going on because they're hearing all sorts of rumors and one of the rumors is is they're not going to let everybody renew mm. and one of the issues is is with the Dream Pass it was advertised as having no blockout dates. And, you know, gotcha. and you, they had the whole reservation system. And in the fine print, it was, like, basically, like, if the reservations are full you can't before get you in. do it, you, you can't get in. And so, but the problem is, is no they'll, they'll stop. No, no, it's not that. Because, mm-hmm. again, fine print. Um, the problem is, though, is, like, if you have a Dream Pass and you go to, like, reserve, it'll be like, oh, this date is full already. But then if you go to, like, as just a regular person to buy a ticket, you can still get in. Ooh. Eee. E. And so, um, I mean, it kind of makes sense because Disney, that was always their thing is that it seemed like Disney wanted the annual pass holders but also resented them. They're like, well, all you motherfucking annual pass holders come in and make it so that people who travel out of state can't get in the park because it's full. Mm. And it's like, so do you not like us? And they're like, well, we like the money you give us for the annual pass, but the people that come in from out of state buy a shitload more food and souvenirs. Yeah, that is true. You know, you we want mother- both. We want your money and their money. You, you motherfuckers come in, sit in the parking lot, crack some sodas and sandwiches, come in, ride some shit, and then you leave. I didn't fucking make any money off your dumbass. <laughs> right. It's like, we, 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 want the, we want the money, we want your money from the annual passes, but we also want the tourist money of food and souvenirs. Yes. And so that's where, like, the whole fine print thing came in, because she's like, look, I understand, like, if the whole park was full. But if I just bought tickets, I could just I could still make a reservation. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the way the system works is, um, like, you have to cancel, like, you're supposed to cancel, like, the day before, like, with 24 hours for your appointment time. So, like, if you're – and if you do that three times in a certain amount of time, basically, you get put on pass time out for a month. Kind of to prevent people from just make making because that's the other thing with the, depending on what level pass you have, you can make you can have so many reservations pending. So like the the dream pass, you can have I think twenty reserve dates held. Holy shit! But if you don't like I said, if you if, but if you don't show up to so many of them in a certain amount of time, like three of them in a certain amount of time, then you get your pass privileges revoked for a month mm. for abusing the system. Yeah, but. Because people have to cancel in advance. And I'm guessing part of it also is like they're not going to hold the random tickets open for very long. Like, because 
nobody's going to buy a pass. Like nobody who doesn't have an annual pass is going to wake up on a Saturday morning and be like, I'm going to go to Disneyland today. Mm-hmm. You know, like you kind of have to plan. You generally plan it. And so I'm sure like the the normie tickets also get with after because the day before people will go on at midnight uh, when they want to go. And it's like and a whole bunch of reservations will open. Gotcha. And so and I'm guessing it's between the people canceling and the normie reservations mm-hmm. opening up. Gotcha. So Jody's she's never had a problem going on a day she wants to go. Like when maybe when she first tries to reserve it, it might be full. Mm-hmm. But then if she goes back like the day before or whatever, it'll be open again. So, yeah, but it's like a, like right now it's set at 5 million. I don't know what the ultimate judgment will, like, that's what they're seeking when it, when it's like a single person lawsuit for their like hurt feelings. Gotcha. So, but that lawsuit is basically preventing them from uh, like possibly renewing everybody's passes. Maybe, maybe if it's like, if you opt out of the if you opt out of the lawsuit, you'll get your pass renewed. But if you opt in, if you stay in, then you won't get it back. <laughs> Maybe. Make, Mickey Mouse is watching. He knows what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, so we watched a couple animes. One of them is uh, speaking of Disney and censorship. Even though this isn't Disney censorship, this is Crunchyroll censorship. The Disney of. Uh... Of anime, dude. The 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 like, they're trying to like purify and cleanse everything. We're like, we're buying all the stuff with titties, and we're like, and what are you gonna do with it? Get rid of the titties. What? Nobody wants to watch it then. I mean, if you take away the titties, I mean, what do you got left? A shitty plot that nobody wants to watch. So, this anime, Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. It is a... And I'll be honest, this one this one might actually be better without the titties. It actually seems to have a pretty decent-ish plot. It it really it's it's got to be the worst anime I'm watching this season. Hands down. Just the the time spent on titty way too much. You might as well just just stop what you're doing, figure out how to add more add more boobs and make it a hentai because that's where we're at with this one. Like it's like I I think the main character is just fucking bleak and boring and he's he's annoying and like I swear to God, like in six episodes, I think six now, maybe five episodes, like it's taken so long to get to where it is. And it's like, they're like advertising, like there's like all these other girls in the harem and it's like, I don't think we're ever going to see them, man. Like it'll be episodes. They did make, they did make a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> like one, one, one started randomly and I'm like, wait, did I, did I miss something? <laughs> did I miss an episode or five? Yes. And then, like, that scene happened, and then it did the opening credits and went back to, like, the continuation of the story. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck was that? Yeah, dude. It's just like, what the fuck, man? Like, I've never seen so much fucking filler. I just feel like it's, we're just watching filler. And then just randomly, like, borderline random sex scenes. Like, 
It's like borderline random. Borderline. They, they're well. I was gonna say borderline uh, fucking rapey, man. Like what the fuck? <laughs> no, she's she's his slave and willing. Oh, okay. She gave him. She gave him permission. Okay. We'll go, we'll go. Because that's what that because that's what that's what slaves do is they give permission to their masters, <laughs> freely and willingly. You own me, but I, but I know I can say no, right? I'm gonna murder all these people so I can buy this wolf girl. <laughs> With big old titties, dude! You, you, you bought her. You're a bitch compared to redo of healer, man. What the fuck? What level is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then the censorship stuff, where it's like, like the old like my, Windows ninety five error screen pops up, and then yes. it's like across the top of the screen, scenes cannot be shown due to nudity. Yes. Where's where where's the where's the Where's the guy supposed to go just to watch an anime not fucking censored anymore? So, I know, like, I told you that, like, the full season already popped up, and mm-hmm. now they're already do of, um, the, what's the one where they rated the monsters based on their sex? Inter- interspecies. That one, interspecies reviewer. Mm-hmm. So now, it seems like they have the first handful episodes up of the one where all the dudes died, except for the ones that were in, like, those tubes. What's that one called? I forgot the name of that one. Like the the anime harem porn version of Why the Last Man. Oh yeah 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 the yeah the guy that's um I forgot end of the world harem or something like that. Yeah, they, not something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. End of the world harem. So basically, like they need there's like there was one dude and then he was like the second dude and then at some point a third dude pops up. But basically, like they they need them to like just bang as many chicks possible to get them pregnant to continue the population and. But he's like, like, no, I promised to save myself for this other girl. Are you fucking and kidding me? And then meanwhile, like, this is like the least, the most anti-feminist show ever because it's like, yeah, yeah, once all the dudes died, the world just shut down. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the plot of the show. It's like, we need, we, we need these dudes to bang to make more dudes so we can get like the world running again. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I got from it. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong though. Yeah, they literally kind of said that. Yeah, when, like they're expl- when they explained the disease to him and all the dudes died. They're like, yeah, the world just kind of shut down. <laughs> they're like, they're like, look at the field of doctors. All these men are gone, and so half of our best doctors are gone. Like they kind of like were spinning it a little bit. I was just like, I don't know, man. And all the scientists that did things and <laughs> the, the men that repaired things and worked on things. They're all, so things are falling apart. Ugh. Ugh. But um, like the, the full season of interspecies reviewer. And uh, last time I looked a couple episodes of the end of the world harem were available uncensored on hentai dude.com. Mm-hmm. So that's where you need to go to watch your uncensored borderline hentai or full on hentai, depending on. Uh... I did send the link to a friend of the show, Man Thing, and his only reply was like, thanks, you just ruined my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Not to like any particular show, just the whole website. Oh, jeez, Because it's not even like even it's just like. It's just like at what point? Can you just watch like something and just like not be overly censured at the end of the day? That's that's all it is. Like, like, Harriman, 
in the labyrinth in another world is fucking terrible. Like no, like I I'm literally like watching it because I fucking hate it so much. Like at this point, like it's so I think it's terror. It's I, like one of the worst stories. I want to see. I just want to watch it just to see like if the like interactions of the other characters make it better. Because sometimes I fucking hope because like. This fucking bitch, all he does is hang out on the level one dungeon for five episodes and then, like, fucking, like, gets super fucking handsy with his slave. Like, there's nothing here. And you know what? You know what the worst crime is, Danny? He fucking makes her wear socks and sandals. Like, who the fuck? Why, who's making, why are they making the wolf girl wear socks and sandals? That's, like, the worst thing in the world. And, like, it, She's wearing it. Like, I can't. I Slave. Can't. It's like, she's like, these fucking socks and sandals look atrocious, but my master said to. Also, I have to suck his dick because he said to. I mean, I'm doing it willingly, but he said to. Yes. <laughs> can't I just have boots like a fucking regular adventure? I'm over here fucking like, doing like, more like work I, than you. I understand, like, maybe the first time they go into a dungeon where he's like, oh, because the only reason she's wearing socks and sandals is because... He spent like what a day or two with her, and he's like, "Wait, you're not wearing any shoes? <laughs> Here, have these." He's have these sandals that I like stole out of a random barn when I first came to this world. Yeah, I... and that was the only that was the only thing I did respect about the show was when he kind of first came to the world, and he's like, "Oh, I was playing this game in like three in virtual reality. Mm -hmm. This is the weirdest virtual reality ever." And then he like has like his like perks from the web the game which is like the most overpowered sword in the history of overpowered swords in a game yes. ever and like that ring and shit and stuff and so he uh and then he like finds the sandals and puts those on and then he goes out and sees the village is being raided by bandits and he's like well why am i hiding it's a fucking video game yeah and then he goes out and kills all the bandits and stuff and he like goes to a hotel and he's like well i need to go to town i'm gonna go to town and a save point because he still thinks he's in the game and then he's like Exit game. He's like, wait, quit game, save game, and like, and that's when he has like an existential breakdown of like, because mm -hmm. I was, because when I first was watching it, I'm like, he's he's taking it pretty calmly that he's like, not in his own yeah. bed. Yeah. And then it's like, but then once he had that like, existential breakdown of like, wait, that shit was fucking real. I could have died. Yeah. <laughs> like that was like the peak. That was like the peak of the show, right there, storytelling wise. Yeah, that was it. Episode one, game over. After that, all downhill. Nothing. Nothing. Just straight, like filler of titties. Big you old, big old wolf titties. Yeah, that you don't even get Untailed. to see because you just see like gray box, gray nineties box. Like the error, like the micro Windows ninety five error message <laughs> that you had to like that the file couldn't open. The the and one like, yeah, the one thing to make you keep watching this you don't even get. And then when they like like do multiple on the screen to cover like both titties or like part of me is like all right this is kind of hilarious in the like they know they have to censor it so they're just making it as ridiculous as possible. Yes. Cuz it is it is better than the end of the world harem where they just blacked out the screen. Like they just removed the pixels. Yeah. <laughs> they just took like the fucking marker and just like fucking all over yeah. the screen like blacked out you don't need to yeah. see this so, yeah i mean it is, it is a better form of censorship than that but way too much time spent in the hotel room in the town in her titties yes that we can't even see yeah and he's like, get like rid of... i said 
Like, it's episode six. Like, any other fucking harem show, he they would have already had, like, four or five characters already added in. Like, Or or how about two more? One two more? more? What? Two girls? Maybe one? Maybe? Maybe? Like, he's already got he's already gotten, quote-unquote, permission from his slave that, you know, has an equal voice of as his. <laughs> from, you know, who, like, will stand in the corner until he tells her to, like, sit on the bed because that's, you know, slaves don't sit until they're told. But, yeah, she's on equal footing. She's already given permission for him to get, like, another girl. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of... Did you ever watch Natural Born Killers? No. So there's a scene where he's, like, wanting to, like, take more women hostages. And, like, Julia, mm-hmm. Louis Dreyfus' character is like, wait, is that what you want? You want more hostages? You want to you want to fuck other women? You know, when, when you killed my parent family and said that we were going to be together forever, but now you want to fuck other women in front of me? <laughs> it's like It's like that. It's like... I can't imagine her not having that like internal response as he's asking her to like yeah. if it's cool if he like bangs other women. Maybe she'd be okay with it because he's fucking terrible at it. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, there was that one point where she's like, he's like, hey, come to bed, and she's like, nope, I gotta maintain our equipment. Yeah, your sword, your sword is uh needs to be sharpened. I gotta, I gotta sharpen the sword. He's like, no, no, it's fine. Just come to bed. Let's let's go to bed. And she's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Fix my socks, because they got a hole in them for me fucking wearing them with sandals so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank God. See, you had asked me earlier, it's like, wait, I thought we were going to talk about this other anime. And I'm like, no, no, I want to talk about this one so that I'm not forced to, like, keep on top of it for the podcast. Yes. Because the other podcast, the other, the other anime that you asked me about is truly actually really enjoyable and i'm like i want to watch the rest of the seasons this one i might put on the back burner until like i told you yeah i'm why i like i literally purposely so i watch like my i this is my watch order so i watch typically on saturday i watch call of the night and then i watch the other one on um on um, high dive and then i switch to crunchy roll and this is the first one i watch on crunchy roll just to get rid of it just to get it done like i am hate watching this just to like be able to have just more material on how i could just continue to tear it down and tell people not to watch it you watched the newest episode of uncle from another world i did not i forgot that's i knew i was not watching i know i missed something so so there's a there's a really good scene where like you know like the whole thing of him like and that elf girl and like he's like oh he's gonna figure out what a sundari like he doesn't know what sundari is and then he talks about an anime that he watched where it had a major sundari character and yeah he, the nephew's like so he knows what a sundari is but doesn't understand what's going on <laughs> and so there's that story of him with that elf girl like but then in the real world there's the story of the nephew and like his like childhood friend and that yeah. childhood friend nephew story kind of hits a moment in this episode that's hilarious where the uncle's like again being an idiot doesn't know yes <laughs> thinks, again thinks that girl is like harassing him because the same way the elf but it's it's and then the, the nephew's an idiot because he's like but you're my childhood friend we could never like be more than just childhood friends right never no never so that that hits it's a really good episode mm. in the, in their uh between the two of them oh got you <laughs> yeah i watched that one and then i started watching the next anime actually which is funny because i had watched the first couple episodes and i for some reason like 
I guess I didn't like the first couple episodes, but mm-hmm. once I got a little more in, I'm like, wait, this is actually getting pretty good mm-hmm. of the first season on Netflix, The Daily Life of the Immortal King. Yeah, I'm watching it on uh, Crunchyroll. Uh, so I went to look on VRV, mm-hmm. and I, because there's two seasons, right? Yes. So, like, they only have three episodes on VRV, and it's episodes two, three, and four of, like, something. I don't know if it's the first season or the second season. I think they brought, I think they started doing an English uh, version for season one, so maybe that's what it is. But they Just, don't have an episode like, one on there. That's weird, because on Crunchyroll, you could watch the whole first and second season well, there's 12 episodes for season 12 posted right now, or for season two. Season, and then they have yeah. like a couple episodes for the English version. Okay, but yeah, I'm because Netflix has the whole first season on there, uh, which is why it. I came across it, actually. Mm. Um, I was looking around for something, because my smart TV, you can't download any of the actual anime. Yeah. Watching apps, so basically be, uh, Netflix and Hulu, whatever's on there, so I was like... Not tired, but in bed, trying yeah. to figure out something to watch. And so I came across it. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. It's um, I'm like six episodes into the first season. Okay. Seven. Yeah, I finished the first season. Um, it. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, like you get a overpowered main character that doesn't really want to do anything, and you know, and he's actually legit not trying to do anything. Yes. <laughs> like it's not like noodles. those like some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Like some of the other ones where it's like. I don't want anyone to know that I'm the most powerful person in the land, yeah. but I'm also going to go defeat all these fucking yeah. overpowered monsters that are harassing people. Yeah. He like accidentally does something and then he like changes. He like convinces like somebody else that they did it. <laughs> yeah. He uses his like overpowered powers to like convince this, like, like the person that's like the bot, the head bodyguard or whatever of the girl that he lo- loves him. Yes. Like that borderline room, like he, she borderline loves him the way that that the student body president and world with no dirty jokes loves the main character in that one. Yes. But exactly. no, no cookies made with love juices. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so the episode I watched was the one where they were trying to hack and change his like score mm-hmm. on the test thing that, that with the bracelet. Okay, because again you. he was like. Well, I'm, he's like, they had to do like a power test thing or whatever. And he's like, well, I'm going to like go as little as I can. And even then it was like too powerful. And so he sent the thing to space to test. That it was supposed to, And he's like, well, it won't read it out there. And it's like, well, it kind of did, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I mean, yes. Th- there was quite a few moments because I watched a couple episodes last night and one this morning. There was quite a few episodes where I uh, laughed out, legitimately laughed out loud at like some of the ridiculousness of the lines. Yes. Oh my god, dude! The way like my favorite stuff is like when he just like I like he pretends to be sick to like get out of work at school. Yes. <laughs> so my my one of my favorite jokes. So like you know they went on a date and there was an assassin assassination attempt on her and stuff and so they like stepped up school security and um. So like they're like like the school bell rings and like they're doing the demo of like all the security guards that they brought and so it's like there's like all these like layers of security like behind the gate and then the gate closes and then more layers of security pop up in front of the gate <laughs> and a kid shows up and he's like I'm only a minute late is it really that much of a crime <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god yeah that was that was pretty funny <laughs> Uh 
Yeah, they're only 18 minutes long, including the intro and outro. Um, like, there's a really good, like, point at the end where, like, you get to see him, like, really, like, explode. And it's, it's super good. I really like how they do the whole... I really like how they did season one. And I'm curious as how season two is going to go. I think I'm going to probably binge watch that next weekend, so... Yeah, because the first the first couple episodes, the first like three or four episodes, were kind of a chore to get through. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm like, what's the point of the show? Like, yeah, you know. But then once it kind of gets rolling, it's like, oh, okay, that's the point of the show. Like, um, but yeah, man, there's a lot of really good dot lines, good dialogue, and it's on Netflix, so you don't have to like go out of your way to like no. watch it somewhere. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly definitely worth one um checking out so all right everybody well that's it for today's show thanks for uh hanging out for another fun-filled adventure uh make sure you follow us on podbean itunes google play and stitcher you can follow us on instagram and facebook as well you guys take it easy thank you again for uh listening and you be safe out there we'll see you next time later all dozen of you Thank you.